Welcome, friends. With the most exquisite divine timing, you have found a journey of two women, one mystic and one yogi, on a path of self-discovery, sharing magical stories and manifesting our dreams into reality. I'm Katie. And I'm Sarah. And this is For the Love of Two Hippies. Thank you for joining us. Let's dive right in. everybody this is sarah and katie and this is for the love of two hippies thank you for tuning in if this is your very first episode welcome we are so glad that you're here if you're coming back hello again hey hey girl. and i hope you're having an amazing week today our topic is self-love mm-hmm. and katie's yes. gonna read our affirmation Yeah, so really quickly, before we read the affirmation, I want you guys to know this is a three-parter series. Boom, boom, boom. So today we're going to be talking about self-love, and then we're going to be talking about inner child work, and then we are going to be talking about shadow work. So this is all kind of a series all about inner work that you can do for yourself and that we also can do for ourselves. So uh, the affirmation for the day is, I release the need to judge myself negatively. Ooh. How does that fit in? <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. Which soapbox okay. do I want to step up on first to talk for 30 minutes? <laughs> All of them. All of them. All of them. You know what's okay. actually nice about this? I know this is not what we were talking about, but I have been seeing a lot of moms on Facebook recently and they're all just like, you know what? I'm over it. I'm wearing the swimsuit. I'm going out. I'm hanging out with my kids. And then one specifically it's her first time being a mom. And this is like the first summer where her child is big enough to go and do things and like be active outside. And so she took him to the pool and she wore a swimsuit and she said, I was mortified and I was terrified, but I did it anyway. And my child had the time of his life. He did not care what I had on. He was just so happy that I was there with him. And that made me so happy because everyone the as soon as the warm weather comes out, especially post COVID, then yeah. everyone has their quarantine bodies on. Everyone's like, I don't fit in my shorts. I don't fit in my clothes. I don't want to put a swimsuit on. And just right. that mental stress is just so overwhelming. I do it constantly, but I'm trying to not do it. I'm trying to like feel comfortable in my body. And yeah. we've all been quarantined for how long? So, <clears throat> I mean, you know, like, you know, whatever, not like quarantine, quarantine, but like, yeah. you know. But so your body got you through a pandemic. Yo, we have never been here before. So let's just say a little thank you for that real quick, because True. it didn't do that for everybody. True. True. So we're not laughing, does, but yeah, we're, we're not we're, laughing. We're not was, laughing. But I know. Just, it was more like I'm, an, I, I'm an awkward laugher. I laugh yeah. when I feel awkward. Yeah. I like awkwardly laugh at funerals. I get I'm so... Here. Like at my grandpa's funeral, I was so giddy and smiley. Like, I don't know what the hell was going on, but like just hiding it. Just I felt like, I felt like he was, yeah, I felt like, well, I felt like he was there with me and everyone kept saying like, oh, you, you look just like him. Your hair is so dark, like his hair. And I just felt like he was with me. So I'm just like, you know what? 
sometimes you can't, this is a good example for when people are going through things and you can't judge how they're reacting or how they're feeling through Mm -mm. anything because you shouldn't have to hide your emotions. And maybe it doesn't look like your neighbors, your cousins, your mom's emotions, but you should still validate your feelings. And, and it's, it's okay, whatever you're feeling. Like it was weird that I was like smiling and greeting people, but I felt like my grandpa was always smiling and greeting and being friendly to everyone. And I felt like that was him saying thanks to everyone who came. So yeah, you just got to love that. Just do what you want to do. <laughs> okay. So what does self-love mean to you, Sarah? Self-love. <clears throat> I think this year, my word for 2021 was authenticity. Mm-hmm. And I finally feel like uh when I go outside or okay so this actually happened to me this week if if you could draw a picture of yourself okay hold on (laughs) I'm Sarah I'm scatterbrained no okay (laughs) so when I'm like in the prime of my day and I'm just mingling with people and I haven't looked at myself for a few hours and you just think about what you what you look like to other people this weekend I did that I was sorry I was at um I was at work and we were busy and everyone was being so friendly and I was having so much fun and I just I I was like I wonder what I look like because I hadn't looked at myself for a few hours and I was like do I look sweaty do I look tired and in my head I was like I feel like how I feel emotionally inside is like a beaming ray of light and I was like I just feel good and I just feel happy and I feel radiant and then I look at myself and I'm like oh there's my face <laughs> just like, and I'm like I wonder what people I wonder how much people would love themselves if they felt if they I don't know I don't know how to explain this do you know what I'm trying to say yeah just to to view yourself from the inside rather than so much from the outside because yeah. the outside truly doesn't matter yeah, like like looking at someone's like looking at each other's soul versus mm-hmm. looking at their appearance of of what they look like. Yeah. Like how many more people would get along or how many people wouldn't be as depressed as they are if they just saw each other for their souls. And if you are depressed because you're living through your soul, then there's a lot of work that probably needs to be done just like with me when I started my journey. I didn't like who I was as a as a person, not what I looked like. I didn't like the foundation. Uh, I felt like I had no morals. I felt like I had no values. And I didn't like who I was like deep inside my soul, like behind closed doors. I didn't like that person. And I wanted to be better. And so I feel like I'm finally now to that point where I feel like I'm pretty kind. I feel like, yeah, I get frustrated, but I feel like I'm pretty patient. I feel like I'm accepting. And when I'm around somebody or some, or, or like a, genre of person that I've never been in front of or around before I feel like I'm inquisitive and I try to just get to know them better versus like being scared that I'm going to say something wrong and offend them Mm -hmm. so I feel like it's just getting in tune with your soul connection and and falling in love with yourself versus like how much makeup can I put on to right this mask going Mm -hmm. yeah I would agree with that I think it's just a state of wholeness and self-unity with your mind, body, and soul that is something that you put out into the world that once that, you know, that cheesy thing of when your cup is full, you can help fill somebody else's. Because I, I when I was in my 20s, I was drained and 
unhealthy and felt like doo-doo and just, you know, like I was not, I was kind of a miserable person. And I, you know, I yelled and, and your I body was people. sick. My body was sick. So I did yeah. a lot of fighting, you know, like I didn't like, you know, we've said in another episode where now I'm at the point in my life where if I don't necessarily agree with you, I'm going to go. Thanks for that perspective. I appreciate it. Um, and it's I'll really take that interesting. Into account. That's really interesting. <laughs> right. Good. And I'm going to take that into account. <laughs> That truthfully is a form of self-love for me. It's a form of me saying I'm protecting my peace right now. And even you know, because in, you know, when I was in my 20s, I would have been yelling back and forth. I would have gone, well, you're an idiot. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about, you know. And instead I go, this is my like, here's my boundary. This is my peace, yeah. which I think is also an important part of self-love. Yeah, that's um, for sure. A big part of self-love is boundaries and being able to stand up for yourself and your Mm -hmm. boundaries and just even knowing what your boundaries are, especially with family. And I feel like family is so easy to make excuses for and give millions and millions of chances, which is fine. That's great. You do whatever you need to do is best, but you setting the boundaries of if you see a random person walk down the street and they are super rude and yell at you or say something condescending and you're like, I never want to talk to them again. And then your family member does almost the same thing. You make an excuse like, oh, I'm related to them. I just got to deal with this, mm-hmm. which I mean, you just protect yourself in a different way if you can, if you can't get out of that situation. But yeah. So I found this the other day I was listening to, um, her name is teal swan and she is absolutely one of the most fascinating people to listen to she has a youtube channel um she's just very number one her voice is like super calming but she also talks about like everything that we embody in -hmm. this podcast right so she posed this question the other day so if you um think about this I hate myself so much that I have to change. Ooh, that or, was me. <laughs> I love myself so much that I have to change. Mm. How much different of an impact is that going to have on your brain and your ability to process changes and things that need to happen when you say, I love myself so much that I need to change versus mm. I hate myself so much that I need to change. You can hear the difference. Yeah, you can feel the difference too. Right. Like the other one gets me excited. Like right. I love myself so much. I'm even just accepting changes and you don't know where those changes are going, but mm-hmm. wow, that's deep. Yeah, I know. I love listening to her. I listen to her every single day and I found her on Instagram cause I was scrolling. Cause you know, I try to find all of these, you know, self-help gurus and like all those kind of yeah. people that are on there. And so she just happened to pop up. Cause I, I think I just cause I follow, um, who's the guy who does the meditations. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Eh, sorry. Okay. Uh, but anyway, so I loved that question for what we were talking about because what a difference it it is to say I love myself so much that I'm going to set the boundaries, that I'm going to yeah. do what my soul path is leading me to, that I'm going to find things that make me joyful, that I'm trusting my 
intuition, that I am giving myself a break from self-judgment. All of yeah. those things because you love yourself so much that you're willing to do those things for yourself. Yeah. And even just like for me, trying to get back in being more active and working out. I love myself so much. I won't allow myself to sit on the, just, just sit on the couch and not enjoy the day. Or Mm -hmm. I love myself so much. I won't put myself in relationships that harm my joy or take away my joy. Or um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of things that I would be going through. Like instead of when I was going through my chain, like when I was going through my journey, when I started my journey, just different boundaries. Mm-hmm. Because same, like what you were talking about, I love myself so much. I won't put myself in that position where my boundaries will be broken or right. instead of like, oh, here's another toxic relationship I got to try to get out of. Or my, I never had a good relationship with my dad. And now I got to figure out how to deal with that instead of like, Mm -hmm. I love myself so much. I'm going to gift myself whatever I need. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What else? I want another one. (laughs) (laughs) So there's this question that I, I'm sure you have been asked. I'm sure we've all been asked this question. Uh, And the question is, who are you? Ugh. I hate (laughs) that question. Um, Daniel Danovi talked about this in an episode, in a podcast, uh-huh. and he, um, which he also has his own podcast, The Aligned Self, and it's really amazing. And he makes all these questions. And he said he had a teacher ask him that when he was younger. And he said, I'm Daniel. And he said, no, who are you? Not what is your name? Right. And it was like, wait, what? <laughs> oh. I that's was, the whole thing because when somebody asks you that question and you go well I'm Katie and they'll go no uh, no who are you well I am a mom no, no. who are you <laughs> well my favorite color is yellow no, no. <laughs> who are you and I'm like oh I don't know what answer you want <laughs> he was like most of the time when I ask that all I hear is silence from the other end for about two minutes until I yeah. pose another question yeah which is so funny because it's such, I don't know. I don't even know how to respond to that. I don't either. I mean, so I think when he did it, I kind of wrote out what I wanted to be. So mm-hmm. I was listening to something today and they were talking about, it was about, fine. oh no, it was Thomas's um, fun astrology episode for okay. Monday, June 21st. I don't know, whatever. But he was talking about... Um, Venus and Mars are going to be doing something. And if you want to call in a lover or you want to call in a soulmate or you want to call in a partner, this is the best time to do it because of where Venus is going to be. But he said, make a list of your ideal partner and all the qualities that you want in that person and then do it yourself. And you become all of those qualities that you want. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh. And he said, then that energy will bring in other energies of equal energy (laughs) yeah and by keeping at that same elevated vibration and even if you're not wanting to call in a significant other maybe you are in a relationship already maybe you're maybe you just don't maybe you're just not in that time of your life but what's the harm in becoming that person that you want to be for as a friend as a family member Um, as just a person of society that helps and loves everyone. 
Mm -hmm. And what's the harm in that? There's no harm in that. Yeah. Yeah. So there's some really interesting, I found this thing that literally asks the question, who am I? And it is uh, about, it's your ability to be self-aware um, and then to view yourself clearly within your values, your di desires, your passions, your moods, beliefs, thoughts, and feelings. So when it talks about who am I, it wants you, the first journal entry says, how do you think your closest friend or family would describe you in one paragraph? Ooh. And I think that goes into what you were saying, mm -hmm. um, you know, writing down what you want to become. Yeah. And then having the awareness of maybe who you are right now. Yeah. So just going back to my 20s. I think they probably would have said she's loud. She's angry. <laughs> she's angry. She's a feminist. I'm just kidding. She's, well, not as much then as I am now. <laughs> yeah, but you're a different type. I am. You're a different yes. type. We're not rageful. We're not. Right. I I call myself a feminist, but I'm not like a free bleeding feminist. If you know what that means, then cool. Mm -hmm. if you don't, I'm not going to describe it. Look it up. <laughs> I just don't want to go there. Just think about it. <laughs> and if that offends anybody, that's fine. I want you to go on that path. I want you to do whatever drives your mm -hmm. soul. If that's what drives your soul and fires you the fuck up, then do it. Yeah. But that's just not what drives, that's just not what, what powers me. Because Katie and I have talked about this before. We, we don't find our power and passion and the things that light us up through rage. We don't. Mm -hmm. No. It's through love. It's through compassion. It's through grace. And if everybody did like this or if everybody had the same emotions or things that lit them up then the world would be boring so we mm -hmm. need those people that live through rage and do get things done through that or get things done through being belittled which i don't agree with but if that's what fires you up go for it like you're not gonna fire me up by calling me names or like making me feel mm -hmm. small that doesn't i'm gonna crawl back into the corner if that's what i'm gonna, gonna just do. cry and then keep going <laughs> but i'm not gonna be happy about it okay uh -huh. Right. Especially if it's a sport. I'll keep going, but I'm sure as shit going to be crying the entire time. Okay? <laughs> and I'm not going to be happy about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So if I would have thought about it then, the answer would be completely different than what it is now. And I can tell you that it's for real different because I have had multiple family members look at me and go, you are a completely different person. And yeah. that's true because I'm happy, happier with myself. I am happier with my station in life. I have found the things that light my fire that are, you know, that bring me the joy. I'm learning all of these things about human design, which is also helping me to live more authentically. Yeah. And so I can, I think what they would say now, which I, I, I mean, people yeah, change. Talk about yourself. Boast about yeah. yourself for a second. People change. We all grow. That's the point of life. Yeah. Right. Is to grow and to change. And to think of how ugly the world would be if there were just little buds everywhere and there were no flowers. Right. <laughs> I mean, it would be green, right. so I'd appreciate it, but <laughs> I mean, it'd be a lot less colorful. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So... <laughs> Some of the questions I don't like, you know, I work with you. So let's you know, like, what otherwise I, I work by myself. But if one of your workmates <laughs> was to tell a story about you, what do you think they would say? Oh, tell a story. Mm -hmm. How do you say a story? I'm confused. I'm confused. No. I'm nervous. Um, <laughs> it would be, 
if I had to just say a sentence about you, it would just be, no matter what, I can call her and she'll listen to me and she'll help me through whatever mental episode I'm having at the moment. Like, that's my go-to. That's not really about you. I mean, it's about you, but it's my association with you. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's not just like, like, it's weird for me today. Like today we didn't talk for probably like five hours. Right. I was like, what the fuck is she doing? I (laughs) I was like, this is weird. Like, I wonder what she's doing. <laughs> just like, I never know what she's doing. I never know what she's doing. Mom, <laughs> make the meatloaf. No, and it's just, and it's funny because I think when our family sees the dynamic between us now, it's mm-hmm. it's weird for them. Like it feels weird for even me, like when we're around each other, because it's like we have our own language now. We do. And, and it's we laugh funny. a lot. <laughs> we laugh a lot. That's another thing too. We do laugh a lot. Uh-huh. Like that's all that's all we kind of do is just giggle and laugh. But like yeah. who wouldn't want a, a relationship like that? And right. it it helps me I don't know. You just let me be my own self and it helps me be my own self to other people and then that allows me to which you you're not as like people forward as I am. So like when I'm at work, like I'm constantly seeing people all day long, but it helps me allow a safe space for them to be their be authentic self. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's really nice because you're like, I have friends that will, if I complain about one person, she's ready to just like, let's go, let's get them. And like, sometimes that's great. But like, if right. I need to be held accountable and I'm trying to grow as a person, I also know that I can call you and be like, one, what what's actually what actually happened in this during this conversation that I had Mm -hmm. and where did I go wrong and how can I change it and learn from it versus like no 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 it was their fault they're an idiot blah 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 so it's like it's a safe you create a safe space for me to learn my communication how I communicate to others how I communicate to myself and where I can polish the the edges on it Mm -hmm. and And I would say the exact same thing about you because I, we have had those phone calls before where I'm like, um, I'm going to need you to either calm me down or call in the Calvary. And you're like, okay, well maybe, (laughs) (laughs) you know? Yeah. And, and I have told you this before for me, you feel like sunshine. Yeah. You know, and I need those people in my life that are the sunshine that aren't the, the, the dark cloud that's getting ready to rain on me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because it does have an impact on your mental stability. Now, yeah. like we're talking about today, once you start to love yourself more, those dark clouds kind of just give you some shade. Yeah. It's like they, they kind of aren't even in your orbit anymore. Yeah. Even if they're family, you kind of find a way to go. Yep. Like I appreciate where you're at and I'm sorry that you're there, but you know, and I love you. I do. I truly love you, but my orbit, this is, this is where I'm at. Yeah. Which was interesting because there's another girl that we follow. She, uh, is the, the wellness lady, Christy. Oh, Christy Marsh. Mm -hmm. She was saying, how do you, somebody asked her on her Instagram, how do you deal with naysayers and she said truthfully they're not in my orbit because yeah. I don't allow them to be I don't allow them yeah and that's what I was telling um one of my friends that I was talking to this weekend and it's weird when you get to the point of self-awareness where you can see people for their traumas 
mm-hmm. and not yes. their personality. So you automatically are seeing them for what they grew up in. It's not mm-hmm. giving them excuses, but it's it's listening to them with compassion and you know what to say to maybe aid in thought provoking questions without mm-hmm. belittling them or or just not letting their attitude at the moment affect you because you're like, okay, this was me 10 years ago and they just haven't come to the surface of being aware of their trauma. Mm-hmm. Maybe, just, maybe it's too dark and they can't go there, which is understandable. Right. And, but you can see like, that's their trauma, but I'm not going to let that affect me mm-hmm. and I'm not going to let that bring me down. So I'm just going to let it just bounce back off. And if you're an empath, then you really, really have to learn how to keep yourself safe and keep your energy sacred to you and not let it overwhelm you, which is very, very hard. It's hard. There's so much energy in the world. And I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm way more empathic with animals than I am with humans. Like I, I can, I, I can, <laughs> this sounds terrible, but I can see like a car accident on the news and I'm like, wow, that's terrible. That's so sad. And then I see someone leave a dog in a hot car and I just am, am down emotionally for like three hours. Yeah. And I just like physically, I'm just like thinking about it. Like I, I saw this one thing a long time ago about them testing on this beagle and randomly that will just pop in my head all the time. And I want to go burn that building the fuck down. Like <laughs> I just can't, I can't. And so I feel terrible, but I mean, everybody has their own vices and maybe it'll be different when I have kids, but if people are just so different, but if you're that way with humans and you live in this world right now, like, oh my gosh, I can't imagine Mm-hmm. just the woes and also dealing with your energy. And so it's really, really important to find out what works best for you in your self-love. Maybe it's journaling. Katie loves to journal. Um, some people love taking baths. I just go sit outside. I have to, I garden or get my hands dirty or mm-hmm. do something. So which is what we always come back to, which is what, yeah, that it always turns always. that. Yeah. Yeah. Everything we do always comes back to digging in the dirt. (laughs) We like to get, these two hippies like to get dirty. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) Uh-huh. Okay, so that whole practice of who am I, I'm just going to very quickly go over to uh, the other part of this. So we were kind of looking at it from other people's perspectives. So once we kind of forget about other people's perspectives, really quickly, three different questions Um, If you were writing to your past self, what would you choose to include about who you are now? Which I think is really powerful, which we've gone over a little bit, you know, while we've been talking. Uh Um, Imagine that you're talking to your future self. What would you say about what makes you, you? What makes me, me? Yeah. Talking to your future self. So like you were saying earlier, writing down everything that you want to be, who you want to be, who you want to become, imagining that that's who you are because that is who you are. And then what would you, what would you say about what makes you, you once you get there? I don't know. Right. See, these are like real deep questions. You're um, like, man, okay. girl, you are so organized and magical AF. <laughs> like, <laughs> your garden is booming and you are very active. <laughs> like, I, don't know. I love it. Those yep. are like the four points of my life, like trying to stay organized and focused because I have like a ADD mind and I like clutter and I'm trying to 
stay away from that. Being active throughout my whole life, um, always having a big garden or some sort of plant area, and then just enhancing my abilities that I have now and increasing them into fruition of however they should be. And that's all. Okay. So the third question is take a moment to get in tune with your thoughts and little write a little about your day. Try not to write solely about tasks and activities, but how you felt and what you thought during different events of the day. Hmm. So like just managing your emotions. Yeah. Emotional intelligence. Yeah. Is- I'm actually, I, I need a book on that or something. Cause I need to work on emotional intelligence because I don't even know what it means. So how am I supposed to do it? (laughs) Um, So I actually saw this booklet and it was quizzing yourself on your emotional intelligence, but Mm -hmm. it didn't prompt you. I was going to buy it and take the test, but it didn't prompt you in the same booklet of how to increase it. So I was like, that's not the booklet I need. I need something else that will, that's like a workbook that I can do along with it. And I actually have a self-love workbook that I bought for my mom after her heart attack because I wanted her to sit down and like the stuff that was stressing her out. I wanted her to work through it. And um, she, I think it kind of talked about similar to what you were talking about with the mirror. Um, We're going to go over that. Yeah. Kind of like the mirror action or just writing down things that you... um, Well, actually, she said the hardest part is when she stopped, and that was talking about saying positive things about yourself that you think your friends, family, and coworkers would say about you. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, that's interesting because that's exactly why I bought you this book so that you would kind of piece it together and have Mm -hmm. that that joint like, oh, yeah, this is this is how everyone sees me. And I and this is how I feel about myself in the same instance. Mm hmm. Yeah, and I think that if we're going to talk about self-love, a lot of people don't start to do this until they have an event like that. Yeah. You know, and so we want you, if this is something that you struggle with, to start right now. Don't wait for a heart attack or wait for, you know, something tragic to happen that's going to go, okay, well, I have taught these people how to treat me, and now this is just what I have to live with because this is what I've done. If you start now, you can still say to those people or whoever it is this is my boundary this is where we're starting this is this is where it's gonna continue and if it doesn't go the way that I say that my boundary has to go unfortunately there are consequences for your ass yeah and that's how I feel like that's where I'm at right now Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm different emotionally and Mm -hmm. mentally than I was when I first began a relationship and now I want different things and I'm trying to figure out how to get the confidence and the, the appropriate communication to express those, my, my needs and my wants for a relationship. And I'm still confused on how to do that. And so Mm -hmm. I feel like that's really hard for people because now, I mean, I feel like I have a little bit of the self-love down at least I'm on the right trail or track Mm -hmm. or path or whatever you want to call it but it's still I'm still being held back by starting the relationship because it was four plus years ago Mm -hmm. it's like I'm not the same person that I was and I expect different things now but I don't know how to communicate that Mm -hmm. so yeah my husband and I have been together for 15 years 
a little over 15 years. So we are totally different people yeah, for sure. than we were when we got married. And there are people in our lives that still, I mean, and you know, whatever works for them is right for them. And I'm not, you know, saying anything about them, but there are still people who assume that we are what we were then. And so there's people who will send my husband like random memes that my husband literally no longer agrees with. Like he will literally look at those memes and goes, that's BS, you know? And so we obviously have to learn how to either communicate that to these people or just go, I'm just going to ignore it. That, that is hard. It's it kind of that it, it goes back to us feeling like hypocrites again. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's not who I was, but it's hard when those people see you as that person still. Yeah. And it and it's hard when people still see you for what you used to be or the things you used to do or things that you used to associate with. And you're like, that's not me anymore. And it's like, yeah, you are. Yeah, it is. And it's like, and it's question like, it's hard when you go in through, it's when you go through a transition of life and you're still mm-hmm. figuring out, is this me? Or like with me, like, initially a couple months ago, I didn't know where I was going. So I didn't have the confidence to tell someone, no, this is how I am because I'm still in transition. Right. So you're constant, when you're constantly growing spiritually, it's hard to figure out where you are, what you're doing. Just, I don't know. You're just, so you're just changing so often. That's what else I was telling my friend this weekend. Yeah. After I turned 24, 25, I felt like every six months I was a different person. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's just, that's just growth. That's just life. Yeah. And now it's like, now it's like here more. It's like my head, Mm -hmm. like mentally, spiritually, I'm a different person every few months. And it's like, whoa, my gosh, like I love it. It's great. But how do I keep up with this? And how do I keep my friends and relationships on, on track to know who I am and what I do and what I stand for? Mm -hmm. And it's consistency, I think. And it's keeping those moral values and, and things that you deep down, giving compassion, giving grace, sending love first, trying to appreciate everyone for who they are. And if you keep those the same, no matter what you do or change into, you'll just keep getting that better version of yourself and you can still stay like wholesome within your heart. Mm -hmm. And you attract better. Yeah, true. And I, I can tell you in that spiritual awakening journey that we have been on, that it's only been you know two years maybe that I have really kind of still been on on this path you know and it still continues to change yeah that I have lost friends yeah because of it because I'm not willing to sacrifice what I think is important now and not that I'm ill but not that I think ill of them or anything else I I want them to be well and I still continue to send them love and and a lot of it it has been especially um in other parts of our life but there have been family members that we have also kind of backed away from a little bit because you know this is what is important right now and it is important that self-love take a front seat because I can't be selfish Right. I can't pour into somebody else if I don't pour into my own self first. Yeah. And there's a difference between being selfish for self-love and being a selfish person. That's different. Mm -hmm. This isn't narcissism. This isn't, you know, whatever. This is literally working on yourself so that you can be better, do better. Yeah. Boundaries. Boundaries. All those things. 
So, okay. Earlier we talked, you were talking briefly about the mirror thing. So I want to cover <laughs> the, the, the mirror, uh, the mirror work for self-love. So what, you tell me what the mirror work is just so we're on the same page that I know what, what we're talking about, because I okay. have had an experience with this and I just want to make sure it's the same thing before I talk about it. Okay. So mirror work is looking at your reflection in a mirror and not just the, I got to do my hair and my makeup really quickly. And, and I'm just, you know, making sure that everything looks good real quick. And then I'm out the bathroom, right? It's grab yourself a little handheld mirror. I'm rolling my eyes. If you can't see it. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Of course. Uh, It is a practice of sending yourself loving, self-affirming affirmations and getting to know yourself like your true self and an aligned and self-aware human practice. So you're going to take your handheld mirror and you're going to hold it in front of your beautiful little face and you're going to notice what's there. Like, and, and it's awkward, truth. So it's not, it's so awkward. I it's hate awkward. it. I hate it's doing awkward. this. And it is so hard. And I hate using the word hate, but I dislike this practice. But it is, after a while, you just get used to it. But every time I do it, I just cry. Every time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I try to say like one nice thing about myself because my old, a couple bosses ago, he, I was obviously going through a lot of stuff mentally. And he said, Every day, look at yourself in the mirror and say three things that you like about yourself or that you appreciate about yourself. And I would just look at myself. And then my internal chatter was like, you're ugly, you're tired, you're heavy, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, this sucks because anything you try to say positive, if you're in that mental state, feels fake and feels like you're pushing it. And it's like, oh, why can't I just feel this in like every ounce of my body? Why can't I just feel it in my soul, these things to be true? And that's why I, mirror work is hard for me. I Mm -hmm. would probably be better at it now. Still would be awkward and uncomfortable, but, um, yeah. Have you tried it? I have. And it's hard. It's It's really hard. hard. It's hard to make eye contact with yourself. Truthfully. Yeah. It is hard to make eye contact with yourself because you're like, uh, because we have demonized this, you know, we've made like you're vain if you look in the mirror or you're, you know, all of those things. You're not vain. This is a practice of literally sending yourself love. Or what's the worst part about writing a bio talking about yourself? Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Why is that the hardest part? Yeah. Like you're a sensational being. Boast about mm-hmm. yourself. Talk about it. Praise yourself. Like, yeah. I'm just saying this, but if I go to write it, I can, I can maybe do a little better, but there's still not like the full qualities that a friend would describe me probably mm-hmm. like how I would describe you. And then you write a paragraph about yourself and how I would describe me and you write a paragraph about me. They'd be very different, but mm-hmm. us changing ours would be very similar, you know, because yeah. I mean? you don't see someone for their faults. Like if right. you, you're like, oh, I'm so fat. I look awful in these clothes. And then your friend's your friend is the same size as you, whatever, close, close to the same size as you. Even if they're not, you would never call your friend fat or say you look bad in your clothes. Mm -hmm. It's like, why am I doing that to myself? Like whoever Mm -hmm. instilled this into our brains that you need to talk terribly about yourself. Yeah. This self-deprecating humor bullshit is old and out. 
I'm the worst at it. So I'm just complaining at myself, but I well, do, I do it a lot. And then Katie's always like, stop talking about my friend that way. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh-huh. You're not allowed to talk about my soul sister that way. Yeah. Okay. Don't talk about, don't talk I, about it like that. <laughs> I do. I say that all the time, but that's p- partly the reason I say that is because my husband does it at me. So, yeah. you know, and I was much harder on myself in my twenties than I have been in my thirties. But even now when I'm kind of feeling, you know, bloated or like whatever, and I'll go oh my Ugh, like my stomach gross. and my husband's like, you're not allowed to talk about my wife like that. You're you like, know? no, I'm physically bloated. You're like, you're like <laughs> I am your wife. I'm allowed to talk about myself. And he's like, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah. So, and- but I do that with people. I do it with the same thing. And even, you know, like my mom, she's fairly self-deprecating as well. And, you know, sorry, mom calling you out here. But we love you. We love you. Um, Just love yourself. We love you. You should love right. yourself. And so I have looked at people before and I'll go, okay, say that to your daughter. Yeah. What you just said about yourself, say it to me. Yep. Say it. She'll be like, no. And she'll go, I can't say it. And I'm like, why? I'm you. Like, I'm literally you. Right. Like, I am a piece of you. Yeah. So you're not allowed to say that about yourself. Because if you're not going to say it to me, don't say it to yourself. Yeah. Oh, man, I had a point and I lost it. Oh, well. Uh-oh. It's okay. <laughs> sure okay. So, like Sarah said, part of this mirror thing, mirror work practice, it does have the ability to bring up some powerful emotions. Yeah. And that's okay. It's okay to just write them down. Yeah. Like what, like think about if you sat there and you wrote down the first 10 things that come in your head, good or bad. And then you look at that from an outside perspective. Like, am I really these things? Mm Mm-hmm. Is this really me? And if you have kids, Mm -hmm. you know, think about how when my kids look at me, they don't think, oh, mommy's tummy is wrinkly because I had two 10 pound children or they don't think, you know, they don't think those thoughts about their mom. Like I am like a goddess to their world. Yeah. You know, And, and and they won't think those things unless you put those thoughts in their head that that is you. Right. So it's yeah. like you're you're creating your own chatter to for ammo for other people. Like um, I used to call myself stupid all the time and I'd be like, oh, it's just me. I'm stupid and blah, 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 blah. And then when people people started calling me stupid and making fun of me all the time and I allowed them to do that because I set the standard from how people are going to talk to me by how I was talking about myself. Mm-hmm. And I was using it as like a, like an, a banter of like, I'm, I know I'm not the smartest. I know I'm not the most scientific. I'm not the greatest with my words. And I was just like, oh, you know, me and pretty spacey. I can't count blah, 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 blah. Like, and it's just because I get so freaking distracted in my head because I'm like, just like, Mah. and it's like, <laughs> and, and it's just like, and then it was too late because then 90% of the people that I was around on a 50% basis would, would say that stuff to me because they thought it was funny because they thought I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, Oh my gosh, like they're just reiterating the fact that I'm stupid. And I'm just like, well, that's not very fun. And that doesn't feel good. Right. So it's like, I don't know if you don't want someone else to call you that stuff then don't say it about yourself. And I think, especially as a mom, if I were to say that stuff about myself especially out loud in front of my children I am allowing them then to start internalizing their own those thoughts about themselves yeah for sure and I don't want that for them I don't want I don't prescribe to diet culture I don't prescribe to 
you know, all of these society tells me I have to look a certain way and act a certain way and be a certain way. And I don't, I don't live by that anymore. And I don't want my children to live by that. So if I don't want them to do it, I have to model it. For sure. And I think, you know, hormones eventually will, will have an impact in that. And Um, friend relationships and all of those things will impact it but I'm hoping that as we lay down the foundation for it at home hopefully it'll at least lessen because if they're confident in themselves as they are then like what I was saying when people call me out on my beliefs or I I would have the foundation and the confidence to rattle back what I feel and who I am and Mm -hmm. you can't you can't really argue with people when they know who they are. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, this, this is how I am. Not not in a sense of like, I'm a piece of shit and I'm going to treat people like this because I'm angry at the world. But like, mm-hmm. this is my foundation. I'm confident in my beliefs right now. And this is what I believe. I accept you for what you believe. And I would hope that you would do the same to me, for me. Mm-hmm. And if someone had that conversation with you, I would be like, oh, wow, I'm a piece of shit. Like, I'm, I didn't, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it that way. Like, mm-hmm. you know? And so if you're confident with yourself, which is self-love starting from we're unlearning right now. Yes. But if we can yeah. help the generation learn that way and they, they won't have to hopefully get to that point where they're unlearning as much as we are having to unlearn mm-hmm. about selves and others and yeah, whatever. Yeah. Because not everything needs or deserves your opinion. Yeah, true. You know, and the Facebook. more that you, yeah, the more that you love yourself. I mean, I used to get super triggered when I would be scrolling on Facebook. Now I just yep. unfollow people. Like we can be friends, but I'm gonna push the unfollow button because even if I don't agree with you, it's totally fine as long as you're not a racist bigot that's rude to people all the time. Just yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I will unfollow you or I will unfriend you for that. But yeah. I mean, because you can't say, well, I'm just an asshole, so I'm just always going to be an asshole. There has to be work and there has to be apologies made and there has to be you have to kind of say, you know, that's who I was in the past and I'm not willing to continue that into the future. Yeah. And that's just appreciating yourself. Yeah. It's learning to love yourself. And I think, you know, a lot of times when people are like that, it's because of past traumas and past Mm -hmm. experiences and all those kind of things. And so I do see that more now than I used to in people that are, you know, struggling. And then they say those kind of things. And I'm like, okay, you got a lot going on behind the scenes. And I'm sorry for that. But I can't, I can't be there. Yeah, it's still not appropriate to take I I love you from here. Yeah. Like we said earlier, but I'm not going to be there for it. Yeah. Okay, so the other part of the mirror practice, when we talked about grabbing a handheld mirror, if you don't have a handheld mirror, stand in front of your bathroom mirror, make yourself look you in the eyes, and um, like Sarah was saying, say some affirmations, some positive affirmations. So the Um, other podcast I listened to, Law of Attraction with um, Francesca Amber, she writes them... um, where on a sticky note to when she's going to the bathroom, she'll read them while she's going to the bathroom instead of scrolling on her phone. Mm-hmm. So one, that reduces screen time. And two, you're, that's the only thing you're thinking about. Well, really, I mean, obviously you're doing something else, but <laughs> <laughs> but you're sitting there and that's your main focus is just saying nice things about you. And then, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, there's no mirror in front of you, but you're still sitting there. And then you can also do the mirror work at other times to help celebrate who you are and the changes that you, you're you're working on and who you're trying to become. And I think that vulnerability 
brings about change. Yeah. The more you can be vulnerable with yourself, the more that you can live that authentic. Because I was, I, I have only been in my life a crier when I am pissed. Yeah, I cry when and I'm, I'm upset. And I'm not that way anymore. Now, I, I don't, I very rarely, I think, do I get mad anymore. Um, but if I do, it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, well, I need to take a step back you know and look at it from a different perspective yeah and or just calm down and look at it again later mm-hmm. or yeah, like that one away. time I was getting so mad um and I was about ready to trounce up the stairs and start yelling at my boyfriend about it but I sat there and I said why am I so upset I'm upset mm-hmm. because I I took so much time to do this and now I'm frustrated with myself and I'm going to try to take it out on somebody else. So it's not my fault, but it's a hundred percent my fault because I literally created this entire situation Mm -hmm. and now I've made him frustrated. And instead of me getting mad at him for being frustrated, I should be getting, I should be holding myself accountable. Mm -hmm. And so I just calmed myself down. I became aware of the situation and I was like, yeah, this is a hundred percent on you and you do need to fix this. And so I was like, okay, I'm not mad. I'm just gonna, I'm, I understand where I'm coming from and I understand how I could be upset because he got frustrated with me and I could be like, well, you're an asshole for getting upset with me, (laughs) but he wouldn't have to be upset if I would have held myself accountable in the beginning and not let it get to the situation that it got to. Mm -hmm. So it's like, that's me giving myself a little self-love, even though it's not, you're pretty, your hair looks great. Well, and I think part of self-love is recognizing that we have flaws and you know it's not always gonna be sunshine and rainbows true and that's life what you isn't have sunshine a soul. and rainbows yeah that's what you have a, a tribe for mm-hmm. you have a tribe to help you with those experiences that you don't want to talk to your family members about you don't want to talk to your parent about when you have an issue with daddy issues mommy issues whatever you don't want to talk to siblings about it. You want to talk to an outside source. And we try to create a safe space for that in our podcast page on Facebook. And Mm -hmm. we're a safe space to talk about that. And we're not going to be a psychologist for you or a psychiatrist, but we can help you or give you resources that can lead you in the direction for further development in yourself. Or if you're going through that, I'm sure we've been through it or other people are going through that as well. And it can be a topic that we talk about and create an open discussion for it. Mm -hmm. So don't internalize things and your, your traumas. And if you want development and growth from it, like we're here to help. And if you found us, it's for a reason and Mm -hmm. we can learn from each other and you can learn from yourself from listening and growing. And I don't know, that was one of those times where I just kept talking. I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Well, that's kind of the thing that I've recognized a little bit more about us as a podcast Mm -hmm. for a long time I was really you know like I looked at the numbers every single day and I wanted to see all of these new you know downloads and I was like and I still get excited obviously and I still get excited when we have a new country and a new um, state because I'm like oh we're reaching so many people but that's the important part for me I want to reach people that need to be reached yeah and have an impact in some way that is the important part for me I don't so much concern myself anymore with the numbers because that'll come it'll come 
and it'll all work out because I can tell you from, you know, from the, from every part of my body that this is what I personally am supposed to be doing. Yeah, for sure. And this has lit a huge fire and I enjoy it and I love it. And I love that I've met God, yeah. all of these people in the groups and on clubhouse and like all of the feedback that we're getting. That's the important part for me. Yeah. And affirming, not like we want to reach 10,000 downloads of just people. It's like, no, even with my jewelry, like I just always try to affirm that whoever this, whoever read, or I hope this post or this episode reaches people that need it in this moment and it aids in their, in their healing or growth or spiritual development in some way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when you think of it in that sense, it's cool. Okay. No one responded to it. Great. Maybe a lot of, maybe our listeners right now don't need help with that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe people around me don't need help with what I just posted, but then something else, maybe it blows up and it's like, wow, everybody's going through this right now. And then maybe six months from now, there'll be a whole bunch of people that listen to episode three and just like lose their minds over it and, mm-hmm. and in a good way. And it's like, we're putting this content out and it's supposed to hit people and, and, and encourage people and just create a safe space for whoever's listening. And in divine timing so whenever you're hearing this is when you're supposed to hear it whether it be Mm -hmm. two years after we've recorded it or the the opening day that we that we launch it so i don't know (laughs) so Mm -hmm. fox i'm Mm -hmm. jumping off (laughs) so this is part one part two next time will be inner child Mm -hmm. and then the last one will be shadow work so inner child if you were listening to this and you want to tune in or give us some great sources of inner child work questions questions yeah um i've done a couple inner child meditations and i've done a couple inner child exercises we have an exercise for you guys to do um and i'm really excited for that and yeah yeah love yourself if you do the mirror one like tell us what comes up for you even if it's not great like I'm telling you, every time I do it, I just freaking sit there and cry. And then I end up on my floor just crying. So it's like, obviously, I got a lot of shit to work through if I can't even look at myself. Yeah. And with that mirror work, it's almost like the same thing as sitting completely in silence for me. Yeah. Sitting in complete silence for me is is almost harder than looking at myself in a mirror, which I've, I've come out of that a little bit as I've learned more about myself, but. So things will come up and they're supposed to, and that vulnerability is important and it encourages growth and it encourages all the things that you're going to need in order to create this environment of self-love. Yeah. And ask your guides when you, when you're about to embark on this journey, say, please come at me with compassion and show me things and, and gift me kindness while I'm on this journey. I'm not prepared mentally to um, be overwhelmed or stricken with feelings and emotions. Please be there with me. Um, help support me. And you can ask for all of that help. You don't have to do it alone. Mm-hmm. Um, you can be there supported with your ancestors, your team. Jesus can be there with you. God can be there with you. Whoever you want to be with, there with you. Just ask them and have them guide you through the journey to better self-development and love for yourself because they want you to, they want you to love yourself as they love you. And I 100% believe in that. And Mm -hmm. they don't want you to hurt and they don't want you to 
be sad and, and hate yourself. They want you to just, I don't know, see you as they see you and mm-hmm. as, I don't know, <laughs> I was about to go on some philosophical rant. Who knows what words were about to come out of Whatever was being guided out was going to yep. come out. Yep. Okay, so uh, if you all don't know yet, we are now continuing the conversation on Clubhouse. So every Tuesday and, yep. I don't know, is there oh, another day? We, um, Wednesday, Tuesday. but no one popped on. So if there's better days that you guys want to do it, we can do Tuesday, Thursday or Monday, Tuesday, whatever. Right now it's Tuesday for sure. And then we've been doing a Wednesday topic, but. Yeah. So whatever. Every Tuesday we're talking about spiritual awakening journeys and we're kind of going over our own and then people can pop up and come onto the quote unquote stage and tell us about their own spiritual awakening journey or if they haven't started it yet, maybe ways to get started, all of those good things. And then we also have topic talk. So this week, obviously our episode airs on Wednesday. So we will have a topic talk later in the week to talk about self-love and how you show that and practices that you have done that have helped you, practices that we have done that have helped us. So we're all kind of in the conversation together. Yeah. So. Oh, we killed it. Boom. Along it. So. Yeah. With that, beautiful friends, thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media. Leave us a five-star review or support us with a monthly donation, which can be found on anchor.fm. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Instagram at For the Love of Two Hippies, or you can find our super awesome Facebook group, For the Love of Two Hippies, the number two podcast. Yeehaw. Uh, And again find us on clubhouse again for the love of two hippies is the club name so uh thanks again and until next time don't worry be happy